Come on. Josh Royer is a PHR. She's the founder and lead consultant at Expedition HR, and she is the author of Conquer Sticky Situations. And now, finally, a guest on Lifeblood Maximize. Welcome, Jill. Thank you so much, George. Happy to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. Jill, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Awesome. Well, you mentioned I have a HR consulting company called Expedition HR, founded it a couple years back, live here in beautiful Park City, Utah, where's, um, where I base my business. And basically, I help small businesses to what I call conquer and prevent sticky situations by uh, learning what they need to know about HR. So essentially, I try and take the scary out of HR for my clients. So I am originally a New Englander and uh, went to college, studied abroad in Spain and got so itchy, I packed up and moved 3000 miles west to Utah, where I am now caught the 2001 Winter Olympics and never left. I'm a busy mom of two elementary kids and uh, pretty much obsessed with skiing deep powder. Nice. And um, got my start in HR when I landed in Utah and just loved it. Loved working with people, loved just the learning um, and mostly just meeting new people from, I worked at a ski resort, so I got to have a lot of contact with people from other countries. I speak Spanish, so that was kind of fun. And through the years, just had a lot of great experiences and just always was called out for being really skilled with what I call sticky situations. And so fast forward to a couple of years ago, I just decided to go out on my own and start the consulting business. And I specialize in sticky situations and that involves just like dealing with st- st- ugh, sticky situations. It's hard to say, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure it out um, in the workplace, but also preventing them you know, preventing lawsuits and risky situations for businesses. And um, the book speaks to sticky situations in business, but also in it can help people in their personal lives. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. And I am a passionate advocate for for human resources and for human resources professionals, as my wife is a human resources professional. So I, I empathize and understand with uh, how challenging your work is and can be and how rewarding it is and can be as well. So when you say sticky situations, what, what, what does that really mean? Yeah. So it's any situation which I say gives us anxiety or maybe sleepless nights or stress, just thinking about how you're going to deal with it. I mentioned it can happen at work. It can happen in your personal life. Basically any situation which just makes you just feel nervous or I mentioned anxiety about handling it. Yeah, well that's certainly uh working with human beings is 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 fraught with those. So <laughs> Yes. Yes, absolutely. So how how I mean I'm sure that there are uh, a million different ways out of any number of these sticky situations. But how do you coach people to to respond when when they find themselves in the midst of one? 
That's my favorite question. Yes. So I come at it, I'm very like systematic in how I do things. And over the years, I've always handled sticky situations kind of the same way, which is what prompted me after a year of trying to figure out how to put it into a book. I have this five-step approach that I love sharing because I get so many, you know, I see the light bulb go on with people saying, oh, now I feel like I can get through it. So first step, I always start and end with gratitude. I tell people, say thanks for having the conversation. It's not fun for anybody. That's the reality of it. And so if you say thanks, it kind of breaks the ice, makes thing, things a little less tense. And then you just say what's what the issue is. So the step is just defined as why you're having the conversation. So let's just use the example at a workplace, you have to fire someone. We're here today because we're letting you go. It's clearly an uncomfortable situation. So my advice is get it right out there. And I go into the next step, which is just exactly what the issue is. Maybe they've been missing deadlines or maybe they've been missing work or whatever the case. Just list, I say, one to three really solid reasons, you know, what, why the issue is there in the first place. And then either, if applicable, like how they can improve in this situation, the decision's been made. You're letting them go. You just say thanks you know, again, for, for listening, thanks for your work. Do you have any questions? And a lot of people have asked me, well, if you're firing someone, that's an example I use a lot, you know, why would you say thanks? And I say, look, you don't have to say thanks for good work. You can just say thanks for the work you did. Let's remember we're all humans. And mm. um, yeah, so that's my five-step approach. And I have kind of a, a three-prong system that I fold into that as well. So it's gratitude. So thanks for, thanks for, joining me today in this meeting on this call um we are here to talk about the fact that we are canning you that's indelicate conversation that we 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 we've had an issue about your 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 conduct and then then name three things one to three things you've been aggressive you've not been paying attention whatever it might be and then the improvements in the coaching is 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 number four what was number five it's thanks again. I call okay. it the gratitude bookends. Got it. <laughs> Perfect. So Okay. And, and then the three-prong approach. Yeah. So, you know, I always say the five steps are great. They give you a good framework for 95% of conversations will fit right into all five steps. But you need a little more to really make it effective. So the three prongs are make it simple, make it straightforward, and make it human-centered. So making it simple in a nutshell is less said, best said. I like to use fewer words because the reason for that is you don't want to uh, dilute the message, as I say. So if you're telling someone you're letting them go, you don't want to say it like, well, you know, we've had a couple issues and, you know, we really like you working here, but we they're not going to know what you're getting at. Mm -hmm. So use as few words as possible and then be straightforward I use the example I worked with someone once who said, well, I'm, I'm just brutally honest. It's who I am. And I said, that's fine. You, you've got to temper that a little bit at work. So that's the example I like to use. We can be honest and straightforward without being mean. And so I always encourage don't mince words, but we don't have to be mean. And then the last step is just be human. Think, gosh, how would I feel if I was being told today that my job was ending? Put yourself in their shoes for a few seconds and I guarantee it will make the conversation more effective because you're folding in empathy. 
Yeah, no, I think that that's excellent right there. I've always been a fan of brevity, so less said, best said is uh, is 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 one of my favorites, and it's certainly possible to to have a serious conversation and be straightforward with without being a jerk and without being mean, and then to be empathetic and put yourself in the other person's shoes and take a more human focused approach. I think is is excellent advice in probably every situation. So. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Yes. How how do people, I mean, practice makes perfect, right? The more of these kinds of conversations we have, probably the more comfortable and and and, and the better we get. Um, but how do you coach people to, to actually improve upon this? Yeah, well, I talk a lot about, you know, body language and it sounds silly, but George, you mentioned practice that is so key. And even scripting people say, well, I don't want to write it out and memorize it because it's going to sound scripted. And I challenge that with, right. But do you want to go off track? Do you want to bring in new information and confuse the whole message? And they kind of say, oh, yeah. So practice, practice, practice in front of a mirror. Um, Have your message so clean and short that you can memorize it and say it in front of a mirror without kind of looking nervous, feeling nervous, fiddling around, because it's just if you want it the most effective, you've got to practice the way you look and the way your words come out. So uh, practice is key. It's, I say it's an easy approach, but let's be honest, you, when you have a situation leading up to, it's never easy, but I guarantee that is my guarantee. If you practice and use the steps, it will get easier each time you do it. And I have proof through clients and even friends, everyone comes to me and says, Hey, I've got a situation. You're the sticky situation lady. Help me with this. So I know it works. Yeah. And I, 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 I 100% agree. I think that I, and I, 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 I get it because I've heard it a million times what, what you've said that people push back and say, well, I don't want to sound scripted or rehearsed um, and that's all fine and well, but you need to do it because you <laughs> because if you're just winging it, you're not going to get the optimal result and just giving yourself that, 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 that track to run on and the confidence that you do have the words and you, you have the right language, uh, it's going to go way better for you and for the other person. Absolutely. I equate it to even when someone says, what's your bio? You know, what's your background? If you just come into every situation saying, oh, well, I know what I've done and what I do now, it's going to sound really disjointed and kind of, you know, pieced together. And so it's the same as practicing something like that. Even though you know the information, you know what you're going to say, practice it a little bit. It's going to be better. Yeah, I appreciate that. So the old saying says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So I love having these conversations and I'm comfortable doing it, but I'd rather try to nip problems in the bud. So how do you coach people to do that? Yeah, so I say in my business, I not only conquer uh, sticky situations because that is probably what I get called about the most is, hey, I've got a situation, I've got to handle it. But just like you said, let's take a little time, let's handle the situation, but let's step back and talk about the areas where there may may be holes, which I refer to them as where we can kind of patch it together and make sure or, you know, fix it and make sure that moving forward, these are less likely to happen. So like, for example, in 
a recruiting process. You know, if you're asking questions that really don't relate to the job or you're just not being effective, you're going to get the wrong people in the job and then you might have to let them go. And that's a sticky situation. It's not fun for everyone, especially if they're nice and they do decent work, but you just, they're not the right person. So absolutely prevention, 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 and not only just like preventing headaches, loss of sleep, you know, anxiety over dealing with it, but heck, you know, lawsuits, you can get yourself into hot water in a sticky situation. So there's just so many reasons to do the work. And I try and make HR a little bit fun and not so boring, as is the HR stigma. So um, I urge people when they work with me, they will enjoy the process to, to kind of set up those good systems. Yeah, no, I appreciate that very much. And I was kind of looking at that the wrong way. Um, we're thinking about when you start observing some suspect behavior that you're really proactive about it. And that certainly plays a role in it. But uh, to your point of really being proactive and really evaluating and reviewing all of your systems and processes to stop problems from happening um, because everything that you laid out, those are all opportunities to, to get yourself in trouble. So, Exactly. And that's what so many people think is, okay, great. Well, we'll address the situation. And then next time an issue comes up, we'll nip it in the bud earlier. And while that's still better than nothing, why don't we start, you know, coaching all new employees from day one and before it even gets to having an issue and kind of monitoring things in a healthy way, just like you said, to kind of go back one step further. And that, you know, I use the word systems and processes because the reality is they are what works and what prevents situations. But, um, you know, it doesn't have to be so kind of stuffy as it's a process, it's a system, it's just a good way, I say infrastructure, HR infrastructure, having that is going to prevent problems. Yeah, I appreciate that. So what is it that makes you so good at handling these situations? So I've been told by, I work with a lot of CEOs at companies, and they say in smaller companies, typically up to about 100 employees, and I, I can uh, I can count on both hands, a number of them have kind of called out in a conference conversation said, hey, you know, I want to keep talking about this, but can I just say, I love that you're our HR consultant, but I feel like you're my CEO coach. And that just lights me up because I love the coaching, kind of the name coach to me feels a lot more like what I do than like consultant seems a little more like, you know, process driven and kind of removed. Um, but that's what I feel like makes me effective. I'm approachable. I simplify things. You know, I practice what I preach. I talk a lot about simplicity in the way you address the situations. And when I explain things, I just break it down. Nice. Well, I appreciate that. So you talked about how, how this, um, how this five-step process and the three-pronged approach is probably going to be, um, a, a potential remedy for 95% of the problems out there. What are some of the more common sticky situations that you find yourself being brought in to fix? Yeah, so I'll call upon my years from being in the workplace and then kind of a couple general scenarios from consulting. Um, hygiene issues is a big one okay. because it's that's probably what I call one of the stickiest. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a really hard one because it's it's 
you don't want to embarrass the person and it just it feels like it becomes personal no matter what you do so that's probably one and i've only seen it a couple times in the workplaces i've done hr for um and then in my consulting practice it's mainly been people that uh maybe they're really good performers you know really good at their job but they're just a jerk and the, the company says, gosh, you know, they're a big reason why we make money. Maybe they're a salesperson. And so they bring me in to kind of talk through, okay, how do we even address this? Like it can't go on, but they say, Jill, I can't lose this person. So that those, I'm kind of an oddball. Those kind of, I, those are some of my favorites. I love addressing those and kind of the reverse one too. You have someone who is so nice, but they're awful at their job or they're a friend of the, maybe the owner or they're friends with everybody and they keep morale up high, but they're just awful at their job. And you're a business. You can't have those people in the long term. So figuring out the right way to do that. And, um, you know, I'm very business minded. I love talking about strategy. And so and I also love talking about the human. You know, we've got to run a business. We can't be nice to everybody as far as like keep everybody in terms of nice. We can use the right words and make them feel a certain way, though, if they're not a fit long term. Yeah, I certainly appreciate all that. I remember watching a sitcom when I was a little kid and there was an employee of whatever company it was that had bad breath so the president of the company gave everybody a tongue scraper for Christmas. So Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't know why and that always stuck with me. Too. It was like from when I, I was like a little kid. You know, and it's people have asked me actually, cause I, they ask me like, Oh, can we just send out a memo and say, Hey, be nice everyone. Mm. And I say, you can. And they say, okay, what are your way? You're wanting to say something else. And I say, yes, you're avoiding a sticky situation. You're you, but then what if, you know, everyone uses that tongue scraper except for the one person that needs to, you know, and then you're, you're right back where you started and you know, you've just paid for a whole bunch of tongue scrapers. Yes. No more band-aids. <laughs> Let's actually yes. get down to the root cause and address the sticky situation. Yes, it's it. no fun. But gosh, the way you feel, and I mean, I'm human. I've had them in my life and I've handled them using this approach. And you feel almost like you're floating after you handle it. So it's it's just such a freeing, wonderful feeling when you've moved past it. And I even go into the book, like some situations, I mean, some people might say there's just no good remedy, you know, and I challenge them to look back and say, or look at the situation and say, if this is a friend that you have to address something with, you know, you've got to think the hard questions of, is this a friend you want to pursue a relationship with? Because having a sticky situation conversation with someone who maybe is never going to change and they're going to keep pushing your boundaries, maybe you need to look at that and don't waste your you know, anxiety, sleepless nights over addressing something that maybe just isn't someone you need in your life. That's a really strong way to put it, but you know, there's most of them can be handled, but I can't tell everyone which and which ones and should be handled and which you should say, gosh, I think I'm just going to step away from this situation. It's kind of like a employee in a workplace. It's a good example. You know, if you see maybe management or a group of people in the workplace that they're just, you're not going to change them. You have to make the decision whether you should kind of stand up for yourself and have that sticky conversation or say, I'm going to self-select out. Love it. Well, Jill, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Awesome. 
So I love quotes, George. So I'm going to give a quote and I'll give a little context. Um, It's a quote by William Wordsworth, the poet. It's to begin, begin. (laughs) And (laughs) I love simplicity. And I love that this applies to everything as far as like, if you want to be a skier, you've got to start, you've got to go take a lesson. If you want to be rich, figure out what's going to make you money. And it's applicable to the conversation in you can't keep avoiding it. Like you've said a number of times, if you want to address the situation, you've got to start doing the practice to kind of learn the techniques to tackle it. So start today, get the book, you know, start practicing. And I I just guarantee things will get easier as you uh, do it more. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on to begin Begin. Love it. <laughs> well, Jill, yes. thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Where can they get a copy of the book? Awesome. So the book is on Amazon. I'll share a link with you for the show notes. And best place to find me is at expeditionhr.com. It's my website. I love getting to know people through a free consult that I offer. Or come find me on social at Small Business HR Utah is my handle. And I'll be rolling out some exciting things here in the, the next few weeks with the business, some new offerings and just lots of exciting things coming up. So check it out. Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Jill your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to expeditionhr.com, check out all the great resources, and pick up a copy of Conquer Sticky Situations on Amazon, wherever fine books are sold. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, George. Have a great day. You as well. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.